Jazz. Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. And streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. Love to hear from you today on our guild. Not, nope. That was close. <laughs> on our Almost. Full Court Press text line. Well, come back. We, we need our sponsor back. But the full court press text line is 435-339-0321. We have to react to the jersey reveal today from the Utah Jazz. Yeah, we, we set up our tees for all the different things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Utah State and trade rumors, and we may get to none of that today <laughs> because of uh, there's more than one thing, but obviously the Jazz, we should have been ready for it because I knew it was going to come out today. Like it's and. It's I know been planned I totally for a while. Lost uh, last or yesterday I totally forgot that this has been planned. The Jazz were saying on Friday we're going to reveal and I totally yeah. lost track of that. Except as it turns out they were leaked in I forget when they were leaked. It was like earlier Months this year. Ago. Yeah, Months ago. Yeah, ago. They're pretty much the same um and uh they're as bad as we remember. Uh it's there aren't enough words in in the English language. I think there was a quote from I was I want to say it was one of the founding fathers. I can't remember which one, but he said some quote to the effect of there are like over one million words in the English language, and I cannot string them together enough to express just how much I want to hit you with the chair. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I butchered that, but the, the the idea gets across, and that's how I feel toward the people who design these jerseys because they are awful they're boring they're bland they're stale they're just the colors people get upset about the the highlighter yellow i'm not really all that upset over the highlighter yellow color these jerseys could have been decent but it looks like you know they said all right we're gonna go with the simple one color which can work people have done that plenty of times I mean the the statement jerseys were just this you know weird yellow color. Yeah, I mean it's not foreign. Yeah, and I, and I didn't like that that much, but they they made that design work yeah, well enough that some me. people liked it, and and I can uh, I can let go. You know I don't like it, but I didn't like the statement jerseys, but some people did, and I'm okay with that. But these ones, it's like okay they made the the color, and then they just went to Microsoft Word and just used the default font and just typed Utah and jazz on, you know, onto the respective jerseys and then, you know, made them huge just to cover all the space. And they did the big, same thing with the number big numbers. It's just like the font is really the thing that really gets the, the jerseys down because the colors, like I said, they aren't bad or at least they're not as bad as some people are saying. It's the font that just, there's no style, there's no anything, there's no originality, there's no substance. 
it just looks like the the jerseys that junior high kids would wear to their you know junior jazz and rec league games. Like the, the jerseys. That's what I thought of yeah. too when the, I saw the the reveal. And I, we we saw these months ago, but I thought oh, that clearly can't be it. But then they come yeah. out today and say like, it is. It looked like something you'd see in a city league. Yeah, like the jerseys I wore for my city league growing up are better than what the Jazz put out. Like you'd basically those two jerseys would basically be like for a city league it'd be the one jersey and it's reversible. <laughs> yes. On the one side it's the black, right. on the other side it's the yellow. Which in my case it was gold and black. That was what I had. I had a reversible gold and black jersey for the city leagues growing up. And those looked better <laughs> than what they put out here. It's just absolutely positively embarrassing because that's the other thing the rest of the league is laughing i haven't seen a lot of people excited about this i it's it's very much on one side and it's all negative yeah you go to the replies of these tweets and and the quote tweets and all that and i'm sure on facebook it's a it's a mess because facebook itself is a mess (laughs) it's probably even worse there so if you haven't seen them uh we we if both you, tweeted you, about it on our own. If you uh, haven't seen them, just spare yourself. On the Twitter, yeah. But you can also see it on CashValleyDaily.com. I, I put something together real quick um, to uh, reveal the, the, the uh, jerseys. Uh, the, the court will be different. But in addition to going with the jersey that got leaked several months ago and had a lot of negative reaction, it's almost like we're going to throw caution to the wind and if we're going with ugly jerseys, let's find the ugliest jersey, the ugliest, most complicated logo that we've ever had, and go with the purple mountain jersey of the late 90s. Okay, you just crossed the line because those jerseys are awesome. <laughs> the purple mountain jerseys are the no. best. Like, the only ones, I, I'd say those Stockton, you know, Stockton Malone, the early ones, you know, they wore the the purple mountain ones in the finals. I believe, but those early, you know, John Stockton, Carmelones, those are probably better. And I think the reimagining ones they've had over the last few years, those are really good. But do not diss the Purple Mountain jerseys; <laughs> they are amazing. It's just, fight the logo, over it. the, the the jazz, the way the stylized text is, the font, and just with the basketball in it. There's just so many colors and this stuff going on there. As a logo, it's not clean, it's not crisp, it's it's a '90s. I get there's a throwback element to it. But it's almost like the Jazz saw things were were, were so negative when this these uh, yellow and black jerseys were revealed or, or leaked months ago that they had to find their alternate and go we're gonna we're going with purple it's a it's a standard color it's here to stay and today's announcement has been all about purple's back and all oh, the purple jerseys and the purple court and Jazz Bears making this around to the local media. TV stations and radio stations handing out purple cookies. Like, it's like, <laughs> hey, look over here. I'm going to distract you with this while this over here is like really ugly and disgusting. And n- never mind, this is our primary jersey and our primary yeah. direction here. But look, we're going with purple in the 90s. Remember John Stockton, Carmelo, and wore these jerseys? Yeah, like the, the trailer that they revealed at 11 o'clock sharp that, you know, that revealed the new jerseys. It was John Stockton's shot against Houston, or at least I kind of skipped through it. it just yes, looked, it was. It, it looked like it. I skipped through because I was timing to see actually how much of, so it's a one-minute, 42-second trailer they put out on Twitter. How much time were those New Jersey's in it? Ooh, that's a good question. 
I counted, and it's roughly 18 seconds. <laughs> See? Yeah. It's like, it was so bad. The black and the uh, the highlighter yellow, it's been received so poorly, and they've known this for months. They've tried to overcorrect and say, oh, it's all about the purple. Yeah. The purple mountain. Let's remember we, we had great teams with these jerseys. It's going to be great again. The jerseys themselves were awful. Don't you dare. <laughs> but remember the players, the team had success. Remember? Remember? It's yeah, like so- it's such a distraction to, like, this is the, the, the yellow and black. That's the real direction of the team now. Yeah, it is. And I think it feels like a billionaire thought he was smarter than everybody and tried to go with this black and yellow. I think originally he wanted, because like, this is the stuff I'm hearing from people who know more than me and you know, also people that are, you know, involved in design with various companies. For one, it seemed like Ryan Smith wanted to go black and white. But that's taken by like two or three different teams in the NBA already. The Spurs and the Nets both have a black and white aesthetic. Right. So they had to add, you know, another color. And apparently highlighter yellow really stuck out. Like Ryan Smith must have just been looking around his desk after being told he couldn't do black and white. And it was like, uh, that color. That's your highlighter, Ryan. I don't care. That's the color. Um, but the thing is, is that once they got that backlash, it was really too late for them to change anything because and again I'm this is what I'm just hearing from people who know more about design and rebrands than I do and that's that they take years to go he's probably been planning this since he bought the team and so at that point it was just too late to go back and so they've been as much as they can shoving this purple is back down our throats that's why you know these failed jerseys are 18 seconds in the 1 minute 42 second ad so they it very much is just like you said hey look over here look over here purple is back remember you know all again all that stuff you said it is exactly a distraction because it is an overcorrection to something that was too late for them to stop once well, it already gone rolling it, i think you're absolutely right this has been planned for some time over the last year the color scheme inside the zions bank basketball center was was redone to a black and white with yellow accents we've seen the jazz note statue out front of the arena has been black at times has been yellow at times other things inside vivin arena have been the this black and yellow so the ownership has known for some time this is the direction they want to go so they've been doing little subtle changes here and there to get us warmed up to it and maybe the leak was intentional a few months back i don't know if it was or not but um it's the, the reception has not gone well today. Yeah. And if if they just want to rebrand the franchise as something other than jazz, and if we're going to move it to, I don't know, the bees or some kind of motif that matches other things in the state with a honeybee, then Problem- let's just do that. Problem is there's already been a hornets and there's a raptors. Those are like the two names that you could do with the with you know utah and of course bees is already taken by a minor league team in the states so it's true there's the only rebrand would be the stars but to be honest as much as people hate on the jazz nickname i like it and they'll rebrand that name over my dead body but has (laughs) find me anybody in professional sports who has been 
so confused about who they are with their branding, more so than the Utah Jazz. Who has gone through more logos, color schemes, designs than the Utah Jazz? I would challenge you to find any professional team who has struggled as much as they have to uh, understand their identity. Uh, We'll get to that. We'd love to continue to get your reactions. We know we've had a few texts coming through. Uh, But before we do that, a quick timeout here on the Full Court Press. And we want to come back. A pretty interesting event, the first of its kind, taking place this weekend at Utah State, celebrating Juneteenth. And uh, Utah State soccer coaches leading the charge. And we'll get into that coming up on the other side here on the Full Court Press. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Happy Father's Day from Birch Creek Golf Course. For Dad this Father's Day, choose Birch Creek. Our 10 nine-hole punch passes are on sale, or get Dad a gift certificate that can be used for golf or golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. Visit our virtual pro shop at birchcreekgolf.com for Dad this Father's Day and have your purchase mailed to you or Dad. So for Dad this Father's Day, I invite you to choose Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Ah, we've had some hot wind today and that hotter weather. That can be brutal on your vehicle, so take it into Valvoline Instant Oil Change at 695 North Main in Logan. We've got Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life oil for your vehicle. Plus, they get you back out on the road fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan. A big event coming up this weekend. I know Utah State University has several events planned to, uh, to, to celebrate and honor Juneteenth. 
It's a, a date that's become a federal and state holiday to recognize the, uh, the end of slavery. And uh, Utah State Athletics is uh, participating in some of those events this weekend. And joining us here on the line is uh, Manny Martins. He's the head coach for the Utah State women's soccer team. And he's uh, heavily involved in some of these events taking place this weekend. Coach, thanks for your time today. Well, thank you for, for having me here and, uh, you know, giving an opportunity to highlight the important event and, and date. So there's, uh, you know, the university's got events planned over the next several days, but athletics for Utah State, certainly getting involved in this as well. And one of those is, as mentioned, a 5K coming up Saturday, uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, it's going to be out at the Steve and Donna Reeder cross-country course. So it's not every day that just locals get to, uh, to, to run that course. But, uh, so that's a cool opportunity. But you're going to be, um, as the, be there as the guest starter. For, so I guess my first question to you is, uh, what does that mean to be the, 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 the guest starter? And uh, how, is, how are the events going to take place tomorrow morning? Well, I'm uh, you know I'm excited for it. I'm actually I feel very honored to 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 be able to to be the guest starter. Uh, obviously, this is uh, you know pivotal um, date in uh, in the history of our country, and to you know to be able to to be in a position where now it's you know it's it's a holiday. It's something that's highlighted, celebrated. We can uh, you know we can definitely turn it into an event where. The community can come and uh, and participate. The student population can come and participate, um, and gives us the opportunity to learn more about uh, about how we got there and how we got from there to here. So super excited means a lot, uh, and I'm looking forward to to seeing everyone there. Coach, this is uh, as I mentioned. This is an you know athletics is participating in this. the The public is welcome to participate as well, but there will be. Uh, student athletes from football, soccer, cross country. Uh, there'd be a lot of different athletes there. So not only do you get to run the course that you don't normally get to be on as just a normal person from the public, but you get to run alongside these athletes. So that's a really cool opportunity, I think, for the public to be there, not only with you, but among these other athletes who will be participating. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, and it's a win-win situation, right? Because you know, throughout the season, student athletes are so focused in their seasons that they don't have a whole lot of opportunities to do, you know, events like this where they can participate alongside the community, interact, and be a little bit more of a, you know, a, a let your hair down environment. Um, you know, so yeah, it's definitely a win-win um, situation and a great opportunity for the community to actually get to know our student athlete population uh, in a different light. So, I guess as far as this, how big of an opportunity is this to kind of educate some people? Because for me myself, I wasn't really aware of Juneteenth until probably uh, a few years ago because I always just thought of the Emancipation Proclamation. But how big is this of an opportunity to kind of educate some people through an event like this? Look, I think it's a massive opportunity. You know, we think we, we currently live in a world that's very progressive. Information is readily accessible. But uh, but in many ways, we're also a world that's very divided. So this is an opportunity, you know, to bring people together uh, so we can learn more about things that, uh, that we have in common through our differences. So um, I think it's an incredible opportunity for not just for our student population, but really for our community. 
So how much does kind of sports, you mentioned, you know, bringing people together. How much does sports really help that in terms of, you know, bridging the divide we sometimes face in, you know, social situations and also with politics and things like that? Well, I mean, when you when you look at the history of sports and the history of activism, they go hand in hand. Some of the some of the most relevant uh, activists uh, were athletes. You know, when you think of Muhammad Ali um, and, uh, and you know many others. You know, we could sit here and list a number of them. But uh, but yeah, it's it's really really important to be able to have that connection because you know athletes have a platform um, that they can use. Um, to be able to educate and open minds and open hearts. So uh, there are, as I mentioned, there's a number of events taking place that Utah State is participating in or hosting. There's a, an event tonight. There's a Black History Art Exhibit uh, and a museum bus that's going to be parked outside the Nora Eccles Harrison Museum of Art, uh, silent auction, and a few other uh, uh uh, panel series are, are taking place, but the run tomorrow for those who want to participate, it begins at eight thirty. Uh, but registration is uh, going on now, so people can register ahead of time or or when you get there. Um, but um, it, it's it's really not that expensive. It's a really good thing, and those the the money, the proceeds, are going to the USU Black Student Union to help some of their programming. Um, and future Juneteenth events. So this is a really cool opportunity for people to learn more about it and run alongside athletes and to uh, have a good time, too. This is really cool. I don't know if it's a good idea for me to run alongside athletes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and you know how the funny thing is, uh, you know, I have a bad hip, um, but I could participate as well because this is an event that uh, if you want to run, you can run. If you want to walk, you can walk. My 20-year-old son is going to be running. My 11-year-old son... You've got to try to run it, but they're both going to participate. So, again, it's uh, it's an event that's for everyone in the community, uh, and it's really more about bringing people together and celebrating. And, uh, and, you know, for those that have a little bit still of a competitive fire, you know, they can run for time. Well, uh, Fridays, the events that are taking place today, there's a theme. It's educate, and the theme tomorrow is celebrate, as you've been noting. It's a, it's a celebration. And after the run... There's a, f- a family-friendly barbecue. Uh, it's going to be at Bridger Park. Big Blue's going to be there. There's going to be a photo booth. There's ice cream, face painting, DJs, balloon animals. So this is a fun opportunity to just bring the community together of diverse backgrounds. I think this is awesome. It is. It is. And I, I, I'm looking forward to it again. My family's participating. I would try to run in it, but we actually have a, have a camp going on this weekend that uh you know after uh starting the race i have to race off to to this camp uh, but uh but yeah and uh it, it, a great 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 opportunity to bring people together and again learn educate and collect, and celebrate so coach uh, besides that you mentioned a camp so it reminds me about you had uh, just to get to your team you had a great uh-huh. year last year kind of bringing utah state soccer back onto the map um, what's that? What's your off season been like for your team this year? You know, the off season. Um, see, you know, I like to say there really isn't an off season. There's just different types of season. Um, so we we had a great winter and uh, spring season, which was all focused on development and growth. And uh, and we spent a lot of time working on specific needs of each of our individuals athletes to grow. Uh, then we had a, a spring phase where we played five uh, five playing dates, played a number of games, 
uh, tried a couple different formations. So there was a lot of growth. Um, after that, they, it was the recovery phase. So we, we had them shut down completely for a little over a month. Um, and now, as I know, as, as far as I know, everyone is uh, starting to ramp up uh, with their, you know, conditioning packages ready, getting ready for, uh, uh, for preseason. So, Coach, uh, you know, you lost one of your one of the best players we've had in a while here at, at this program, Ashley Cardozo. Uh, what's it like trying to you know replace her? Just that you know stalwart in the midfield. What's it like replacing her? Yeah, you know, we we can't really try to replace Ashley. Um, you know, she's a, she's a very unique individual. Uh, I was happy to be able to to coach her for a season. Uh, so our goal is just really to evolve. Um, so so we're. We're looking to, to do things a little bit differently. We do have some exciting young players that, uh, that are coming in and some returners that uh, have spent the winter and the spring working very hard who are going to continue to elevate their game. So, so we're excited. You know, you'll see some different, uh, different faces uh, contributing in different ways. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, the, the goal is never to replace uh, an individual. It's to evolve, and I think we've done, uh, I think we've done that. We'll, we'll see. Coach, one last one last question for me. Uh, this was a decision that kind of caught a lot of people by surprise. Utah High School Activities Association putting boys' soccer on probation because of uns- too much unsportsmanlike conduct on the field, and uh, this is something that they tried to address before, and then they just had to put the entire sport on probation and uh, taking away some of their games. Uh, what what have you observed as somebody who? You go to games to recruit and, and, and to watch players. Is the, is the sport of soccer, is it getting out of hand a little bit, or is this more of a, a, a boys' soccer versus girls' soccer, or generally there's some issues that need to be addressed? You know, I, you know, not knowing all the, all the people involved, I think everything starts with leadership. Uh, I don't think it's the sport. You know, I've been around soccer for as long as I can remember myself. I've coached on the men's side. Obviously, I coached on the women's side. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I've, I've experienced some uh, um, isolated incidents in the past, but very few and far between. So I think this is maybe just, uh, just maybe a little bit of a coincidence where a phase where a number of incidents may have happened. Uh, and sometimes just a little bit of accountability, maybe just what the sport locally on the boys' side needs to be able to, uh, to get back on track. But, uh, but now on the women's side, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the game is growing. It's, uh, it's beautiful to see how athletes have evolved, you know, how the, the skill level has evolved, and to show that, uh, that we get to see, you know, every day now on, uh, you know, our pro leagues, our college leagues, and even the European leagues that now have uh, also emerged. So now it's not, definitely not getting out of hand, just, uh, just growing and getting better. So, Coach, one, one more question for me. Something I kind of noticed just when looking at the roster is, I think by my count, there's eight players on your roster that are not just from Utah, but are from Cache Valley in general. Like, how much do you feel like that speaks to the talent, kind of specifically around in Cache Valley, that so many of them have ended up, ended up on your team, which is obviously doing pretty good. Yeah. Now, listen, I uh, I've always known Utah was a hotbed for for soccer. You know, the previous institutions I've worked with always recruited from Utah, uh, but it was always hard because. Kids from Utah typically don't want to leave, so so coming here, I was excited about that. Now, what I did learn coming here was the amount of talent within the Cache Valley, which I wasn't necessarily aware of, and that was uh, was definitely a, a plus. There's definitely a lot of talent, and again, the kids 
want to be Aggies and want to be part of this program. So for the most part, I feel like we have uh, we have first dibs on uh, on our local talent. I'm excited about that. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck uh, with your camp tomorrow, but but also leading the charge on this uh, awesome uh, f- uh, 5K, Juneteenth 5K tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. is when it starts, so get there before then at the Steve and Donna Reeder Cross Country Course. A really cool opportunity to bring people together and, and celebrate, and uh, best of luck with what you've got the remainder of your summer, Coach. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and uh, you know, come out to some games this fall. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Uh, again, Thank you. Manny Martins, head coach, uh, coming into his second year for Utah State women's soccer after a very successful campaign last year and uh, building upon that and getting ready for uh, another run at it. And uh, great to see what that soccer team did. And really cool what's going on this weekend with a lot of different athletes from different sports being involved. Whether they're running it or just volunteers along the course, you're going to be able to see some, some fun athletes there cheering you on. Yeah, I may not personally run it, but I think it is a great thing, you know, again, for education and just for fun because that's, that's the best way when you have these kind of educational things is to make it fun because you don't have to, like, just kind of just drill into everybody's heads, like, you know, and be an activist and all that. You can just have fun and you learn along the way, which is the best kind of learning and sometimes the best kind of fun. That's true. Very true. All right, a quick timeout here in the full court press. When we come back. There's a lot of text coming through that we need to get to about these new jerseys and other uh, professional teams who have struggled with their brand identity. Uh, Do they compare with the Jazz and what they've gone through? We'll discuss coming up on the Full Court Press. Are you a do-it-yourselfer? Have you been looking at that boring blah wall in your home for far too long? You need to check out the Speedy Mason Thin Brick System at Castellite in Logan. It's a simple system that anybody can do to make a blah wall into a beautiful focal point. Refresh your home with some very affordable options at Castellite for brick, block, rock, paper, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castellite.com. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. The way you water your lawn makes a big difference. Water restrictions and water costs have both increased over the years. Lawn Doctor is excited to introduce a new service that keeps your lawn green and healthy while watering less. One application of our new HydroGuard service reduces your water frequency by up to one day a week, saving you water and money. Watering help, fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, at 753-LAWN. Follow them on Facebook or go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com. This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engaged ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare, and then come to the Diamond Engage Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Avoid the stress of renting a shampoo machine and cleaning that dirty upholstery yourself. This is Dial with ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry's hot carbonated extraction process will make any piece of furniture in your home look close to brand new again. Sofas, love seats, recliners, or even car seats. ChemDry of Northern Utah is happy to clean your carpets, but don't forget about making sure everything in your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think 
Steve York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Don't get caught without power to your home or business. This is Tyler with Golden Spike Electric. We offer Generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm, avoiding frozen pipes, loss of valuable food, or even a flooded basement. Golden Spike Electric is certified and factory trained, so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained. Contact Golden Spike Electric so you'll never be without power again. Online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands. Golden Spike Electric and Generac, power you can count on. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. If you're about to turn 65, you have been bombarded with so much mail and pestering phone calls. Ditch the junk. We make Medicare easy. We will answer your questions and get you the information you need. We are your health insurance specialists. Call 752-9493. Having local help makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. We're here for you now and in the years to come. Call 752-9493 or visit lssins.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Jason Walker. A big thank you to Manny Martins, the head coach for the USU women's soccer team, who will be the uh, guest starter of the uh, uh, 5K fun run tomorrow morning at the Steve and Donna Reeder cross country course. Now that's to find that it's if you haven't if you don't know where that is, it's on 14th North. And, gosh, how many – what would that be? How many far east? I'd have to look it up on a map. It's almost a 1,200 east. It's between, like, 1,200 and 800 east, almost in between those. Because there's the 800 east that, you know, goes by the stadium and all that. Uh, if you basically pass 800 east and start going up the hill, basically kind of once you crest that little hill, it's on the left. If you know where the soccer field is, it's basically just – North of that, although the soccer field is hard to know where it is because it's basically hidden it's up there too, tucked away. Yeah, so it's about yeah about eleven hundred east. Looking that up, yeah. So uh, pre-register. We have links available on CashValleyDaily.com with the release from the university. Uh, Fifteen dollars for anybody eighteen and older. Only ten bucks for kids age eight to seventeen. $50 for a family. So if you're going to take your whole family, that's a cheap way to do that between four and six members. Uh, it's free for kids, seven and under. Um, and as mentioned, all the proceeds go to the USU Black Student Union to help uh, their fund their programming, including Juneteenth events. A couple other things that are going on. There's the Educate. Well, there's three themes. There's Educate, Celebrate, and Activate. So the Educate theme is going on tonight uh, throughout the day. Nora Eccles Harrison Museum of Art. Uh, there's the Celebrate aspect of it tomorrow with the fun run plus a family barbecue uh, at uh, Bridger Park with a lot of fun stuff going on there. 
uh, Saturday night, there's going to be a movie screening of His Name is Green Flake. And that's a film about uh, the first black pioneers to come to Utah. And the producer and director of the film will be on hand to uh, have a discussion. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really interesting, especially because I've, I've got pioneer heritage here in Utah. So Could be real interesting yeah, to see seeing, what that's about. Seeing various stories is always, it's always nice. And then on Sunday, the day of Juneteenth, uh, it is uh, June 19th was the official uh, designated day, uh, there will be an interfaith devotional held to honor the theme Activate. So there will be a series of speakers from various religions, and uh, there will be singers involved as well. So a lot of interesting events taking place uh, that Utah State is sponsoring as part of Juneteenth. Yeah, it's a big thing because, like I said, I mean, I think in the Utah school system, they didn't really teach about Juneteenth because that's where I grew up. That's where I learned. We just learned about yeah, I didn't know about it until I was an adult. Yeah, see, it's the Emancipation Proclamation. You assume that was it. They don't really teach beyond that. And I can understand maybe why they don't, but for, you know, historical accuracy, I guess, you know, i got to rep- got to this is the day that it officially ended, you know, for something that that's big, that big a part of American history. Right, and really it, it was a couple of months after the end of the Civil War, there were some slaves in Texas who finally got word, and they par- they – through a celebration, and then the the year after that is when they had their first real celebration of it, and and uh, certain members of the black community around the country that has been their designated day to celebrate the end of slavery. Yeah, and it definitely makes sense, and it is kind of a shortcoming that a lot of us just weren't told about it. No, no. Uh, getting back to the jersey reveal for the Utah Jazz today, a lot of various reactions. Now, I have to be fair, there have been a few people who say. I really like the new look. It's sharp. It's clean. It's simple. Some people haven't necessarily loved the the font. I said the, the people who think they're cool think they're good belong in the insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like the classic purple mountain jersey or that logo. Jason disagrees, but we've got several texts that have come through on our full court press text line. If you want to weigh in on the the jersey reveal. We'd love to hear from you, 435-339-0321. I also threw it out there. Uh, I would challenge you to find a professional sports franchise that has struggled more with its brand identity than the Utah Jazz. So if you can think of a professional sports franchise who has gone through as many or more color schemes or variations of its logo than the Utah Jazz, I'd love you to find them for me because I, I know there's been some out there that have had some tweaks here and there, but in my mind, the Jazz have changed their brand identity more than anybody. So I was just scrolling through basically a, an article or kind of more of a blog because it's, it's mostly images because it's basically going over all the, the logo changes for teams, you know, each of the teams in the NBA throughout their history. And the Jazz are... Not the most prolific. The thing is, they've had basically two major logo styles. The kind of J-Note, Jazz, and then there was that kind of circular logo. The I forget there's a word for it. Um, basically, the, the circle with the mountains and the Jazz going through it. Those are basically the two logos. Now, they've had, they had three different color schemes for that you know, circular icon logo. And they've had basically two for the J-Note one. There's technically three, but... Two of them are very similar. 
And then the modern one was just kind of a reimagining of it. So as far as number of logos, they're definitely down on the list in terms of, you know, the fewest. Um, the color schemes is really probably where they've, you know, been a lot more unique. Um, but I mean, the, the bullets slash wizards, I'm looking at it and there's like 12 different logos, <laughs> I think. Let me, <laughs> give me a second to count. That's, that's true. And I, yeah, they're, now they're the wizards, but they look like they should be like the nationals based yeah. on I mean, <laughs> their color schemes and. Yeah, so it's it's 14, and I'm seeing probably five or six kind of somewhat unique color schemes. There's like an orange one, blue. There's, you know, the, the 2000s kind of bluish. Then there's like the red and blue that they have now. So there they are, the, the uh, Golden State Warriors. They've had a lot of logo changes. They changed their logo, I think it was... Five or six times between 1969 and 1975. Um, uh, four times. So four times in like seven years-ish. Okay, well. But they didn't really change their color scheme. They just changed the logo a bunch of times. It was still pretty much yellow. They just kept changing it for some reason. Interesting. Uh, a couple of texts coming through. 435-339-0321. Uh, I'm with Eric. The Purple Mountain jersey is the second worst in franchise history. And you're with Eric on being wrong. <laughs> I'd like be curious second what best. Is the, what is the first worst? I, uh, that's the second worst. What's the first? Either this one or the Baby Blues. The, you know, the Carlos Boozer era, Darren Williams, you know, those. See, I, I like, the, I like yeah. that version of the, of just looking at the jazz stylized text, I much preferred that to the one that they re-released today. It's clean, at least. Yeah, I don't know. I liked the Purple Mountain. It was great. It reminded me back when I first became a jazz fan, that was that was the logo. And that was my first jazz jersey. It was a Danielle Marshall jersey, and it was that Purple Mountain jersey. 4260, first worst is highlighter yellow. Yeah, okay. that's what I figured. It was either that <laughs> or the or the, the 2000s there, you know, the the, Dare, the D-Will, Carlos Boozer. Is, that was generally considered to be the worst, except for those of you heathens who thought the Purple Mountains were bad. <laughs> well, that, uh, well, I was going to say that was the first real very uh, um, divergence away from the traditional colors, but that's not really true because the black and copper what, that Carl Malone and John Stockton wore, that was the real first divergence away from the traditional color scheme. Yeah, that was interesting one. The first John Stockton jersey, I guess that's actually the only one I've gotten so far, it was that black and copper one, which was kind of weird. It's not bad, but it, was, it wasn't, in my opinion, as good as the, the Purple Mountains or the, you know, the retro. Uh, more texts that have come through, 9315. Black and Yellow Song by Wiz Khalifa, new theme song for the jazz. Sure. Might as well, might as well just lean into it. I mean, I always think of the Pittsburgh Steelers when I hear that song, but now maybe I should be thinking about the Utah Jazz. Yeah, maybe just partner up with the Pittsburgh Steelers and just roll with that. Four zero eight six. Wow, what a list here: San Diego Clippers, Charlotte Hornets, L.A. Clippers, Atlanta Hawks, and St. Louis Rams. Yeah, the Rams keep going back between L.A. and St. Louis, so. But they with have, the they Rams, have a city problem. Well, they, they've had a yeah, geography problem. But with the Rams, I mean, they went from blue and yellow to kind of a blue and silver. 
Yeah, they had almost white color. But then they went color. back to uh, the, the their tr- when they moved back to L.A., they went back to the traditional colors. So they did an update last year to their logo. Yeah, but they've changed their colors several times in the last 20 or so. I mean, just just go watch the Kurt Warner, you know, greatest show on turf, and those jerseys are drastically different here. They had more of a gold color and maybe a, a darker blue. Now it's a bit of a lighter blue and more of a yellow instead of a goldish color that they had back in those days. True. I remember the Hawks, they would do a, what they call an action green. It's more like a fluorescent green highlight on theirs for a while with the, the red and the black. Uh, but I don't know that they've changed it too much beyond that. I'd have to look at their history. I know the Clippers, there's been some changes with the Clippers. Uh, Hornets. Well, they had a, I mean, they had a name <laughs> changed, multi, you know, back and forth. Started as the Hornets and the Bobcats, and now they're back to the Hornets. True. Yes. Uh, a couple more texts coming through. Nine eight three five. Why are you bad mouthing the yellow uniforms? Lakers have been wearing that color for more than fifty years. So my brother says he, he turns on a jazz game. Is like, why are the Lakers playing? I thought it was the Jazz. So uh, before we get to more of these texts, I found it interesting in the uh, release itself. Again, it, this is all the the majority of the focus is on the return to purple or the focus on purple and then buried deep is oh yeah we're actually this is going to be our core design here but this is you know secondary but here's how they described it in the release the white and black uniforms symbolize the white and black keys on a piano a key figure in the history of jazz music the yellow jersey represents the spotlight designated to the greatest performers in history a nod to the fact that Utah embraces being in the spotlight with all eyes watching. Which hipster did they hire to write that? I mean, it makes sense, but go with the gold on a saxophone then. I'll, I'll be honest. When I first read this, the yellow jersey represents the spotlight designated the greatest performers in history. I thought, are there the spotlight on the other yellow jerseys? Like <laughs> the L.A. Lakers? Yeah, like, well, even the spotlight in artwork has a darker yellow than what's on the jersey. It tends to be still darker. It's just like, it's the fact that it's such a bright yellow that's a problem. And if you want to go with all the symbolism, whatever, you know. The thing is, I will say, that white jersey is actually passable. I don't mind the white jersey with the black. And then the white trim on the collar. Well, it's got it's got like the yellow color or the yellow the yellow trim. sorry um, yellow yeah and the yellow it, it stands out a little bit but just the fact that they have the little J note on there incorporated with the number that makes it a thousand times better because at least there's some kind of design and it feels like the jazz in at least some way rather than it just saying Walmart brand font style Utah. <laughs> Uh, a couple more texts before we take a quick timeout. 2305, the Jazz Unis would look better if Utah was in some kind of a fancy script lettering instead of block. Doesn't look good on a professional uniform. Yeah. that that Again, that's the biggest thing is the font. Literally, it is the biggest thing, but it's the biggest detractor is that there's no style at all. It looks like the placeholder text they put on that with the sticky note taped to the monitor saying, Make sure you fix this before you release it. This isn't actually what we want on the jersey. That's just placeholder text. Someone with poor eyesight. Make it big and bold so I can see it, and it just got left that way. So everyone in the jazz design department is really old. It's like, I can't see the letters. Oh, there we go. That's better. Can you make it bigger? 2417, 
Why couldn't we have stayed with the burst colors? Yeah, interesting uh, that they're abandoning the uh, the the ode to Southern Utah and what makes Utah really unique. Yeah, see, those were nice. I didn't like the dark mode jerseys they did. Those were just felt like a lack of creativity. Like, oh, you liked those ones because you know the, those ones were popular. What if we make it black? And it's like, why? Well, in Phoenix, their their dark jerseys are kind of similar to that too. I guess, but it doesn't make it better. It's like when you know BYU tries a blackout just because Utah was good at it, and I think Utah State tried one. It, it doesn't work just because somebody else did it. So, uh, if you want to see the colors and the jerseys and what the court is going to look like, the the court looks cool. I get like of all the, you know, all the crying and caring about I've done about the jerseys. The court, even with that black and yellow thing, looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, I will agree with you there. And they're calling it the core court. So that will be the court the majority of the time. Yeah. And it it does look sharp. Yeah. I, I do like that. I like it better than the purple one. So I, I will very much look forward to watching, you know, if they've got those white jerseys on, on that court, my eyes won't bleed. <laughs> All right. If you want to continue to weigh in, 435-339-0321. Here on the Full Court Press. Uh, hey, Mountain West Motor is Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership, and they're located at 615 North Main in Logan. So a great selection of trucks and SUVs, and they've been specially customized for your next adventure. So it's beautiful weather to get out and explore and have fun and have adventures. So make sure you have the right kind of gear to in the right vehicle to do it, and uh, they make sure they do that for you at uh, the uh, Mountain West Motor at 615 North Main in Logan, or check them out online, mwmotor.com. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. We all know moms rule the world, but dads are important too. Do something special for dad this Father's Day. Pick him out a watch to fit his personality from Jarek's. We feature watches by Citizen, Bolova, unique wood watches by Tree Hut, and our own one-of-a-kind custom brand Jarek's Fine Jewelry timepieces. Or maybe your dad would like a tie bar, chain, bracelet, or how about a special ring with your name engraved on the inside? Let dad know how special he is. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. It's tasty and quick. Elements' lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today. 
This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Jason Walker and Eric Franson. Yes. I have to mix that in every now and then. Yeah, you got to emphasize Jason Walker. <laughs> Full Court Press, 103, no, it's 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. We're not the classic rock station. I mean, I, not like I've been doing this for a little while. <laughs> Uh, Full Court Press text line has been very busy today. A lot of reactions to these new Jazz jerseys that were released today. Uh, 4086 with another team to suggest it's been struggling with its brand identity over the years. The Houston Astros. Well, they should just take whatever rebrand they have and just throw it in the trash can. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Oh, yes, the garbage <laughs> cans. Good. Uh, 2305, I think the owner of the Utah Jazz, since he had so much time to decide whether to release these jerseys or not, has basically told Jazz fans, you better like it because this is what it's going to be. Yeah, well, just based on contracts and different things, the Jazz are probably going to have to have these for a couple of years because they plan these out and they have all the production of the jerseys. And you have to get league approval. Yeah, so there's a lot, and it's why they had to panic and throw together this purple is back thing because – that was their only option left. Because it was an already approved jersey. They used yeah. it as an alternate jersey in the 2019-20 season. So we've seen it not that long ago, but it was kind of a rarity to see the players wear it. But now you're going to see it with more regularity. Yeah. And they've had some like redesigned purple jerseys that they did in the trailer. So And I like those ones. Right. For 23-24, yeah. it'll seasons be down the road. purple with Utah on it, but a little bit different. They introduced the 2023-24 jerseys before this next season's jerseys. Yeah, they're trying to get out ahead of it yeah. a little better. Uh, 9315, pretty sure it won't help Rudy shoot three-pointers. Uh, it'll help the offense because the defense will be blinded by <laughs> They'll just go into the lane and be like, oh, what is this thing? Uh, then yeah. you get a wide-open lamp. There you go. Uh, I did hear an interesting thought today during Colin Cowherd as we wrap up our final minute of the show, suggesting that Boston should look to get Mike Connolly because Jason Tatum, the first player in NBA history to have 100 turnovers in the playoffs, and Marcus Smart was asked to uh, be the point guard, and he did an okay job, but if they had a true point guard on their team, how much better would they be? And see, ever since like we had that you know, somebody brought in like Mike Conley to Washington, brought it up on the text line. I've been looking a little more into it, and there's definitely something there. And there may be serious talks. I mean, I almost mentioned it mockingly, Mike Conley for the number 10 pick of the Wizards. That almost seems like it may be a legit thing, which would really surprise me. I think Mike Conley has more value than I initially anticipated and than I think a lot of Jazz fans think. Veteran point guards go for a lot. Maybe we can talk about this on later shows. Remember Drew Holiday, how much he That's had, true. so... It's true.
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Warriors have had their ups and downs over the last three years. Their record in 2020 allowed them to have the second overall pick in the draft. They were that bad. But Golden State's scouting department is top-notch. The team has two of the greatest shooters of all time, and ownership has deep pockets. The NBA salary cap is right around $120 million a year. The Warriors' roster this year cost $346 million due to repeat luxury tax offenses. It's a massive advantage. In comparison, and the Clippers had the second highest payroll, around $250 million this year. The Warriors had an elite roster with a top-tier coach and top-tier front office, so spending isn't the only reason this team is taking home the trophy. But with such a perfect blend of star power and depth, the Warriors look set to contend for years to come. And with the amount of chemistry this team has and money, other teams may have no choice but to outspend Golden State in order to compete. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.